Hey guys, welcome into our show before the show this morning. Um, ah, looking at some of the graphics and looking at some of the stories. It's interesting. We got a big story today. I mean, big show about the backlash, the right fighting back. And I'm looking national website right now. Kevin O'Leary, one of my favorite guys from the shark, you know, from shark Kevin O'Leary. Um, just ripping Target, which we'll talk about as well. Um, somebody asked me to, oh, talk about Tim Scott praised for tearing apart view host argument on systemic racism. I'm glad that he went on that show yesterday, but I, to give that show any credibility is a sad, sad day. It is sad, sad day to do that. I, I don't think so. How are you doing this morning, Lily? I'm doing good. I'm doing I'm doing great. And I agree, giving The View any credence Ugh. is just not good. Tim Scott, <laughs> wonderful man, great candidate, but I get why he went on there to try to move some left to the right. But yeah, that show is just trash. <clears throat> trash. If you're watching that show, there ain't no way in hell you're moving to the right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm always That's wishful so thinking. Whack. That show it is. It is. I, mean, I Yes. Yes, it is whacked out. And it makes women look bad. They just look like old bitty hags that just are, they're actually the racist ones. Well, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. No, don't about that. Getting the show together. Appreciate you guys jumping in for our show before the show. Drew says, expect an indictment for Donald Trump this week. Yeah, probably expect like 15 of them. Yeah. If you're a Republican and you're standing between woke and you're standing between elite and globalism. Yes. Um, yeah, people are going to make up all kinds of stuff and try to make something out of things. Of course, we've seen that. Yeah, no surprise there. We've all said that if he got back into the race, there were going to be indictments left and right. <laughs> yeah, can count on it. And does and does anybody really care? I don't. No, I, I no, no. After the Russia hoax, no. Mm -hmm. After all the lies and everything else, no. Absolutely. No. Sorry, Drew. Can't take the bait on that today, buddy. Can't do it. Won't do it. Uh, good morning, Bendy and John, Paul, Heather, Trisha, Kim, Annette. Thanks for jumping in. Um, we'll continue to talk about what we have going on. As always, like, subscribe, share the show. We love it. Hit those thumbs up buttons on all of our sites. It helps us work with the algorithms that are out there on social media. Jay, good morning. Uh, Kimberly, yeah, Bendy, I said to you guys already. Just making sure that we have that going on. Let me get here. How you doing, Joe? You were making me nervous for a second. Well, this has got to be restarted, but it's just a gremlin. Gremlins a gremlin. do live in here. I do think gremlins live in here. Mm -hmm. I do, for sure. I think gremlins follow me, actually. But they're not scary. Tabitha is in the house now. With such a fun, adventurous day she had yesterday. 
something? Just we got some gremlins. It's the show before the show. Yeah, it's the show before the show. Do you guys remember? You're starting to act like Eric. Like, what's going on around here? Uh, I don't know anything. Well, here, okay, we're going to teach Tabitha again. We do a show before the show where we I just... Come in and I just... You walk in during the... Yes, you you walk in when we're on with the show before the show. We just started. People like it. Um, where we're just kind of talking a little bit, putting final notes together for the show. You usually, let me see. Oh, you've already got your little bit of makeup on. You've already got it on today. She looks very pretty today. Do you want to talk about, oh, people said they saw, do you want to talk about it? What's up? Your new deal? My new home? Yeah. Yes. You posted it on social media, so Bendy's saying she saw it. Me over, I think over a year, long before we started this show, I started looking for a home when my brother wasn't doing well. And I thought, you know what? He has worked so hard his whole life. Wouldn't it be nice to find a home where everybody can be together and spend time instead of running around to multiple homes where, you know, we're all living in different places. You guys are all going to live together? Well, I I live here, and I'm going to be going out there on weekends, but I'm going to go out and visit, and someday I will move there, but maybe sooner rather than later, I don't know. I like how close your family is, that you could do that. I think me and my kids could all do that, maybe well, not some other relatives, but I think, I think that's great. I think that the situation we're in is common, because my, my, my mother and my stepfather, my stepfather's 87 years old. You know, my mom is older. Neither one of them get around as well as they did. My stepfather's mostly in a wheelchair now. This house, it's 100% wheelchair accessible. Oh, that's awesome. Which is great. You know, it's on four, a little over four acres. So that gives him some room to get out. And we yeah. can, it's got a little hover around so he can make his way around the, the house and the property. So that'll be nice. You know, we get to meet the seller. And, you know, she's just Aww. a wonderful, wonderful person. It's really been a really nice that's process. neat. I love hearing that. You what know, is that house in the back? Like I saw on the pictures. Yeah, it has its like own a... little cabin in the back. So cute. It is cute. And, there, and you can't see it in the photos I posted, but there's a little stream back there too. Oh, That good goes for around you. the back edge of the property. But it, it is really nice. But don't you think that maybe we're in a time right now where we need to start thinking about uh, about conserving? Yes. About coming together, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about making sure you have land because I'll tell you what, in, in one of our one of our friends and listeners sent me a message the other day, and I hope I'm okay to talk about this. But he said that his good friend has a son. I believe he was, I don't know if it was the Navy or the Marine. Mm-hmm. And he's almost to his end date. So he asked if he could be discharged a little early. That's not unusual to do. And his discharge was denied. And they said oh, no, wow. because a conflict with China is eminent. Mm. And we know right now, look at all of the things going on in the world and in this country. And, you know, I've been preaching for how many years now about homesteading, about growing your own crops, about canning. And that's what my plan is to do. I want to have a beehive. I want to. I'm, I've got plans, Vic. <laughs> beehive. I'm I've coming got, to your I house when everything be, falls apart. Uh, so this is all about me becoming self-sufficient. And this is why you're going you. out to... Love it. I'll tell you what, Vandalia, I would have never thought in a million years you would see me in Illinois. <laughs> Unless there's a World War III, I won't be knocking on your door in Vandalia, but 
please let me come in if I knock. I will tell you what, though. Congratulations on finally getting it done. Vandalia is a beautiful, underrated area. I've been through it. A lot of Illinois is. They have one of the only Ponderosas in existence, by the way. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I've got friends that used to own Ponderosas. Me too, yeah. I'm not kidding. Maybe the same friends. We'll jump into the show. Uh Doomsday Tabitha. That's what Democrat it's Drew not calls doomsday. you. You know what, Drew? I'm <laughs> acting. I'm acting on we'll it. We'll go ahead and start the show, Joe. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. And welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate you jumping in. It is June 6th. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks in studio running the chat line as she does so well. Eric Johnson in route. And of course, Pro Joe taking care of the boards to make sure we look and sound as good as we can. You know what we do? Cancel this. Cancel the show.com Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our site. Cancel the show.com. Check us out on Instagram as well. Alex and Raising Sales have really amped it up there. Um, It takes time. We jump from one thing to the next to the next and just keep building and building and building. Uh, But jump out there. We have a lot of videos that are shown there as well. You see those. You see those shorts on Facebook. Um, You can really check them out on canceltheshow.com as well at cancel this site on Instagram. You can take those videos. You can share those as well. We love it when you do that too. Okay. Uh, Coming up today, um, and in about 10 minutes, um, we're going to talk with a world-renowned cardiologist, uh, Dr. Gil Vardy. He's in St. Louis. We have so much talent in the St. Louis area when it comes to med, especially cardiologists. Um, Dr. Vardy is going to be in studio. We'll talk about what he does. Um, you know, he likes what we do. Maybe become a sponsor, some medical companies as well. I uh, talked to him about some of the things that he has seen when it comes to heart conditions, mm. myocarditis. And also before he goes, he'll give us a, an idea of some new technology that's out there to help people with their health, with their heart. And who knows, maybe you'll learn something, Tabitha. You I never know. I need to learn something about heart health. We all do. And then coming up, uh, but from about 8.30 to 9.30, we've got um, a big breakdown of the right fighting back Companies, what's happening, some updates regarding Target, regarding Bud Light, um, Disney, and uh, even Major League Baseball, the Army, I mean, militaries, people like backing down on the whole month of what's happening when it comes to promoting and pushing stuff on kids. Very interesting what's happening there. Also, after that, Tabitha has her Tab's take, which is going to focus on Blackstone jumping in with Genie. Oh, I thought it was Blackstone. That's the barbecue grill. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I thought I'd. I thought I saw stone. So well, all the reason I know that is one of my kids got one of those, and they're really cool. What is it they called are. again? Well, you know the company Blackstone. Black. I, Black. Now I'm saying <laughs> Black, Black Rock. Black Rock is the real estate people. Actually, Vic was 100. percent Oh, you're right. right. It is. It's. It is. You're right. Everybody was laughing at Vic. <laughs> we were poor Vic. We did laugh me. at you. I was, and I thought it was the barbecue. Grill. No, it is called Blackstone. It, it's a subsidiary of Black Rock. Yes, correct. Well, and thank there you, you Vic, for the correction. <laughs> yeah, you were yes. definitely like, right. He, he was definitely right. But we Tab, were definitely oh, right. So wrong. Tabitha's going to break down uh, a massive acquisition that they've had and how it affects you and, guys. And more so than that, because that happened in 2020, but more so than that, what these sites are really doing, who really founded them, why are they in existence? It is not to trace your family tree. Yeah, we know why. 
That's we right. know why. And I learned this from Tabitha months and months and months ago. Uh, but first, we jump through some of the headlines. And of course, we want to remind everybody, check out our partners, our sponsors. We appreciate everything that they're doing. Just giving you an idea of what's coming up on the show. First of all, check out our partners back in about two minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. <laughs> Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Yes, thank you to all of our partners and our sponsors. We are grateful for that. And if you guys know of anybody else to partner with us, let us know. It could be local, it could be national. We have both and are looking for both. And we appreciate the donations that come in as well, as always. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks here taking care of all of the chat. Projo on the boards and coming up in about five minutes. 
We've got a world-renowned college, world-renowned cardiologist, Dr. Gil Vardy, based out of St. Louis. So many damn good doctors in the St. Louis area. Medical groups, uh, sometimes I think we take it for granted. Super, super talent. He'll be in to talk to us about some innovations, what he does, uh, what he's seen with myocarditis and so forth. Uh, hope to learn a lot from Dr. Gil Vardy. Once again, Gil Vardy, uh, world-renowned cardiologist. Uh, after that, we are going to jump in with about an hour of breaking down what's happening with some of these companies from the woke standpoint, the targets, the Bud Lights, the Disney's what's happening and the backlash that is kind of putting them in perspective, despite the ESG situations that are out there trying to force companies to do all kinds of things that you see right now. With that being said, I saw a couple headlines. We want to get into tab of the blue my mind this morning. Yeah, I'm going through some final notes and I see, oh yeah, Minnesota taxpayers on the hook forced to pay for an inmate sex change surgery <laughs> before the Department of Corrections transfers him to her prison. You have to be kidding. Minnesota taxpayers being forced to pay for a sex chain surgery before the Department of Corrections transfers him to a women's prison. This is actually going on. These things happen. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Uh, Craig Lusk changed his name to Christina and received nearly $500,000 in aid to have this done. Taxpayer surgery. If that doesn't get you going, I don't know what does. Oh my, I don't even know what to say. I mean, if, if, if I want to go to prison, will I be able to get a nose job? What about oh. some lipo? What about some uh, oh, no. facials? Only if you, I would really like some Only if you became veneers. a man, Tabitha. Only if you became a man. What is the common sense behind this? I don't understand it. You know, a, a sex change surgery, that is something that you choose to do. I, I they, know. You know, do you know that when you're in prison, they have to technically treat you if you have cancer or some other serious illness, but they they don't necessarily give you transplants or other things that are life saving. They just make sure you live another few days. But yet they're willing to spend taxpayer money on a sex change surgery. Yeah, I mean, well, I I really yeah, every I, day I wake up and I think what is once going again, on? well, it's Minnesota, and Minnesota is one of the they extreme are. Are. liberal, progressive, pushing the agenda states in the country. Um, interesting article that I saw yesterday at News Rebel, uh, an Afghan migrant who just arrived in the last uh, year says that San Francisco is worse than living under the Taliban. Uh, you, <laughs> hey, we're just going through some of the headlines this morning. I was like, damn. Well, I know San Francisco is bad, but is it that bad? Think about this. And, and I'm not going to compare it to the Taliban. I won't do that. But, but think about this. It, it, living here in the United States, let's just say St. Louis City as an example. <laughs> Look at the crime rate in St. Louis City per capita, per capita. We, that's why they call us the murder city. There are refugees that come here from Afghanistan, from Iraq, who say that they felt safer in their own country than they do here scary. in St. Louis City. That's scary. Because when you think about it, look at all of the people who are killed due to just crime, drugs, you know what? I did talk to a business activity. owner. Great point. I did talk to a business owner in, in the St. Louis, downtown St. Louis area last night who said business owners are excited and say they're on their last leg and hope that this Gabe Gore can do something with crime because it's going downhill fast. Other headlines. Uh, Kevin McCarthy says, we have constitutional authority over the FBI. They don't get to tell us yes or no about this process. With that being said, uh, Kevin McCarthy opens it up for um, you got it. Representative Comer says that he will hold FBI Director Chris Ray in contempt of Congress 100% for sure after viewing the Biden document. 
Hey, Doc, and you can stand or sit, whatever's more comfortable for you. So you just, you're not on camera yet. You just find your spot and you figure out whatever you want as we go through some headlines before we have you on. Um, Will something happen from it? Uh, Who knows? Republicans want something. Democrats don't. It's the fight back and forth over the document alleging Biden crime family activity. Comer says he's going to follow up on this. I know you're not so... I guess confident that anything will come out of it, but <laughs> of course I'm not. But something is <laughs> does going, it ever it is following up? Well, you know, sometimes you get into that does anything ever happen? Even when Trump was in office, uh, Hillary is still out running around yeah. as a free person, as are all of the other people. Well, you know, one thing you can count on is Dr. Gil Vardy, uh, world-renowned cardiologist. We can count on Doc uh, Gil Vardy joins us in studio for CancelThisShow.com. Dr. Vardy, thanks for jumping in to CancelTheShow.com for the first time today. Uh, you look you look fantastic in our studio. We're going to get your mic taken care of here in a second. Uh, Projo is going to take care of that. I want to give everybody a rundown of Dr. Vardy when it comes to what's happening. Do we have his mic, Joe? Because I did not hear his mic in a second. I thought you came in to fix that. He's a world-renowned cardiologist right here in our backyard of St. Louis. Uh, it's easy to take people like Dr. Vardy and other docs in the St. Louis area for granted. Uh, he is a massive, and I mean major, influencer when it comes to new medical devices. And we'll show you a video of a new medical device that's coming up as well. And why it's so important. Because innovation, when it comes to the technology of healthcare means you, the patient, get the best care and feel as best as you possibly can. Uh, It is a privilege to have you here in the St. Louis area and in our studio. If you could remind everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you're working, and how you can help people. Absolutely. First, thank you for having me. And can we put that mic up near your mouth too, underneath your chin? Perfect. Is it better? (laughs) Oh, yes. Now you look good and sound good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Gil Vardy. I'm a cardiologist. Cardiologist is a doctor that treats heart conditions, blood vessel conditions. Uh, I've been in St. Louis area since 1998. I practice in a group called St. Louis Heart and Vascular, which has a number of locations. Uh, main location um, in Bridgeton, but we have locations in Chesterfield, Creve Corps, North County, South County. So we're kind of covering the area. In addition, I've been involved in medical device development. Uh, <clears throat> a few devices that I invented and actually currently I have a St. Louis based company called Intershunt that is developing a device to help people who have heart failure Tabitha, Tabitha you've had some heart issues and you've talked about it I, I have had some heart issues I have crazy arrhythmias like mm-hmm. it switches from one to the next to the next to the next all over the place but you know right now I don't know about you and in, in what you're seeing in your practice I'm certainly not a doctor but I feel like I talk to more people younger people that have heart issues than ever before. And I don't understand why. And, and I think this was pre-COVID. So I, what is going on? Why are we seeing all these heart issues in younger people? It's hard to tell. I, I did see a number of younger people with complaints exactly like yours, mainly palpitations, irregular heartbeats. <clears throat> hard to tie to, if you're asking if you see rays after COVID or no COVID, it's really hard to tie. Interesting that you mentioned there's a study that just came literally January 2nd in the European uh, Journal of Heart Disease from Korea, where they, they reviewed the effect of COVID vaccines. It's, it's a large study. It covers 44 million people. And indeed, there is an effect of the vaccine, but it's extremely rare. Uh, they found, they looked in a condition called myocarditis, which is an inflammation of the heart that causes weakening of the heart. 
And indeed, they saw a signal, but it was rare. It was one to 100,000. Interestingly, you said young people. In young people, it was five folds higher really? than older people. So, so there is what some- What the heck? Yeah. I mean, is that surprising to us? You know, we, we see these reports of younger people dying suddenly. You know, they call it a sudden adult death syndrome, I think, now. Sudden kind of death, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and we've always known there were isolated cases pre-COVID. Now we're seeing hundreds of cases. And people always tell me, well, I, was, I w- had the vaccine and I'm perfectly fine, but they're not out stressing their heart like an athlete is. Does being an athlete and putting that extra, extra stress on your heart is that causing maybe vaccinated people to suffer these problems? It's hard to tell. Again, it's very rare. So th- going back to this study, this is by far right. the best study ever because it's a national study. It's a random, you know, it's a tightly controlled study, peer-reviewed. So they had a number of sudden cardiac death in young people. But again, the, the numbers are very small. So it's hard, <clears throat> hard to explain, if you will, a, a, a visible rise because the numbers they reported are small. Indeed, they were there. You mentioned athletes, you know, I'm originally from Israel, so I watch very carefully. And, you know, Israel was very organized. Yes, they were. In, on vaccination, kind of a national task. And they did put a warning. Uh, they asked people not to go to the gym for two weeks mm. after the vaccine. Again, Interesting. there was never data that people went to the gym and died and so on and so forth. But they did, they did give that warning for young, especially male adults. For some reason, cardiac effect of the vaccine is way more common in male than female. So, yes. so the trend is younger more than older, male more than female. Yet it's still very rare. But if you look to the internal trend... But something is going on well, somewhere. And, well, and that's where we're getting questions yeah. for Dr. Right. Vardy. Now talking with Dr. Gil Vardy, a world-renowned cardiologist and innovator when it comes to medical devices. He just told you about a company that he has, Plus Working, working with the St. Louis Heart and Vascular Institute. He specializes in cardiovascular disease. It's an honor to have you here, first of all. Second of all, when we promoted you, people wanted to know, oh my gosh, is this myocarditis? Is it a real thing? Is it happening? Is it more so now than it was five years ago? We have this expert. What are you seeing? Because we can all talk and say, oh, I hear this, I hear this, I talk to my friend. What are you seeing in, in, in people's hearts and chest right now? So, so again, I think the answer is yes, it's real. Yet, don't panic. It's extremely rare. What's rare? My- myocarditis is? The, 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 or- the COVID or vaccine-related myocarditis is extremely rare. Uh, like I said, it's about, according to this trial from Korea, which is a really comprehensive trial, recent trial, five days ago, three days ago, it was 1 to 100,000. Okay, so it, it is rare. Again, five folds in younger people, that will make it five in 100,000. Still extremely rare, but 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 real. And what about people that not were not it, irrelative of the vaccine? People mm-hmm. that were not vaccinated mm-hmm. and are still experiencing heart issues because of just having COVID, being infected with COVID. I mean, is that something you're seeing or hearing about? Because you know, people, somebody on our comment line said, you know what, they have, they have uh, heart failure. Mm-hmm. And they're told it, it could potentially reverse. Part of my issue, I have an AE reversal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different people that have these different heart problems mm-hmm. that, that seem to have maybe stemmed from COVID itself. So, so there are reports of post-COVID heart disease. Uh, it's part of what is called long COVID, uh, mm-hmm. post-COVID syndrome. Again, I don't see a huge rise in my own practice. I, I see people come, they have a problem, and they relate. They say, you know what, I had COVID four months ago. Is it related? The answer is we don't really know. So we don't have very strong data um, to really quantify and tell you. 
I don't think we see a huge rise. If you ask me in my, my own practice, I don't see a huge rise in myocarditis. Okay, it's not that everybody shows up right, right. With my, all of a sudden, but, but we do see it. So I'd say, I'd say it's there. Uh, is it really jump to the highest level? I don't think so. I knew you'd That's be super popular, not only being the level of cardiologist that you are, but I knew our, our, our listeners and viewers are like, oh, they've got all kinds of questions. They're lighting everything <laughs> up. Uh, and we'll try to get to the questions that you guys are asking, just so uh, we are on a, on a time limit with Doc today. But I did get a question, and I was trying to get back to look at it. Um, Tabitha was talking about one of the questions, is it possible for the reversal uh, with some of those? But Tracy wanted to know mm -hmm. if you believe in breast implant illness and heart palpitations due to implants. So I have not personally seen palpitation due to implants. I can tell you that years ago, and this relate to older implants. I'm, I'm not a plastic surgeon, so I am not an expert on implants. But years ago, there were some syndromes of autoimmune diseases related to, to implant materials. But again, I'm not the expert on that. My understanding that this, this is over, that the newer one uh, are different materials. But in this one, I should really refer you to somebody who's an expert. Uh, as far as pure palpitation due to implants, I have not seen that. Okay, it is interesting because we're talking with Dr. Gilvardi and uh, giving us a perspective of what you're seeing out there. You talk so much when it comes to devices and um, you wanted to talk about one device that's really helping and we have a video of it. So we're gonna show, can you kind of set up the video what people are going to see right now? Right, so, so basically, you know, I said in the beginning, I'm a heart doctor. I treat hearts, blood vessels, etc. What we're going to see is a brand new concept. It's totally out of the box because we heart doctors, we treat hearts, okay? Heart failure, your heart is weak. We treat it by devices, by medication, but we treat the heart. This device is actually based on the finding that the brain controls the heart. Ooh. So we are, when we are in heart failure, the heart sends signal of distress to the brain. The brain, in return, makes the heart work harder, so things get worse. So it's like a vicious cycle of sending, help me, help me, the brain sends commands that make you worse. So this device has an electrode that interferes in a nerve that typically leads the information from the heart to the brain. Not surprising, it's in the neck, right? It's right, mm. right in there. So this is an electrode that is implanted in the neck All right. that sends electric implants to the brain changing the message from the heart. And in return, the brain changes the message to the heart and the heart actually gets stronger. Well, this is about a two minute video. That. Here's what Doc wanted to show us today. Heart failure symptoms suck the life out of you. Everyday activities are exhausting. It's time to take action to improve your health with a breakthrough option. A heart failure therapy that uses your body's most intelligent organ to help its most vital. Introducing Barrelstim, a simple device that uses the power of your brain to treat your heart failure symptoms. Heart failure is commonly treated with medications that can help alleviate symptoms. Barrelstim is now an effective option when medications aren't enough. Barrelstim is not a pacemaker or defibrillator. It's an innovative therapy that outsmarts the heart by actively stimulating natural sensors in your body that tell your brain how to regulate your heart, improving the symptoms of heart failure. Barrelstim is implanted inside your body in a simple, short procedure. You'll probably go home the same day. 
Ferrostem has been shown to safely reduce symptoms of heart failure and improve quality of life. Patients in the clinical study who received Barostim, in addition to their medication, were able to walk significantly farther than those only taking medication. Patients with Barostim felt better to experience life near and far. Breathe new life back into your life. Visit OutsmartTheHeart.com or talk to your doctor today and give yourself an opportunity to turn heart failure into heart success. Barrel Stem, Outsmart the Heart. I do love seeing incredible technology like that. How can this, we see the video, if somebody sees something like this, how do they connect to you? How do they go and start to ask the right questions about how they can be helped by technology like this? Sure, so first of all, this is for people who are told that they have heart failure. Would that be diastolic or systolic? So right now, this one is only for systolic, meaning the heart has to be weak. Now, there's future research planned for people, like you said, with diastolic. Mm -hmm. In other words, people with diastolic are people with a strong heart, but a stiff heart. Correct. So yes. it squeezes right. well, but it doesn't relax as well. At this time, this device is not appropriate for that, but future research uh, is being conducted or will be conducted, it, it may be appropriate, but this will come a few years down the road. So right now, it's only for the systolic failure. And how can people get helped by you specifically and your clinic? How would that process go? Well, the main symptoms is shortness of breath. If somebody has shortness of breath and they were told they have a weak heart, um, you know, we see them in our clinics. Um, this is not only for devices. There are a number of very modern medications now that, that are really helpful. So patients want to be on the right cocktail of those powerful medications. And then we have a number of devices also in addition to this device that, that helps the heart cope with the heart failure and improve the, systems, the symptoms dramatically. So the, base, the basic thing is to come for an evaluation. And I love it. is that device approved? I'm assuming that there's, a, there's a, a time pattern for that? So this current device is approved by the FDA and it's covered by many insurances and people can get it on a clinical basis. The only caveat is that this current device that we saw requires a surgical opening in the neck that is done by a surgeon. We are involved in a clinical trial of the exact same device with a method that allows to insert it without surgery. Ooh. Just insert it with a needle stick to the neck. So the one, so it's the same exact hardware, just different way of installation, if you will. The surgical one is approved. The one without surgery is still under a clinical trial, which we conduct right here in St. Louis. Which means that that doesn't, so you, it doesn't require general anesthesia, if that's the case. That's correct. And that makes such a big difference. That's correct. That's correct. So, so again, if somebody wants to get the device immediately, they can get the surgical one, but it takes surgery. If people want to get it without surgery, then they can participate in our clinical trial and, and get it right here in St. Louis. I am all for devices. You know, for, from somebody who has it's the heart technology. problems, I trust heart. I really do. I trust these devices. I think anyone who is suffering from systolic heart failure should give it a try because I don't think people realize how much people with systolic or even diastolic heart failure can really suffer, how their lives change. You know, people of all ages, and I mean, this is like a new lease on life for people. Absolutely. Heart failure is the number one growing expense for Medicare nationally. Mm -hmm. So this is the largest, if you will, segment of, of disease, both in cardiology and outside of cardiology, and that is growing. This is the fastest growing sector of patients, if you will. Uh, so yeah, it's a huge problem, but luckily we have a number of devices and medications that can improve uh, the condition. 
For diastolic, we have less remedies. There's only one approved medicine on the market right now, but we're involved in a study of at least five more uh, that could help the diastolic, including uh, devices. You mentioned uh, the company Evans and Lewis, it's called Intershant, and they developed specifically a device for diastolic heart Oh, okay. To relieve the pressures in the heart and, and improve the symptoms, take the shortness of breath away. Once again, talking with Dr. Vil, Dr. Gil Vardy, a world-renowned cardiologist associated with DePaul Hospital, uh, but you have your St. Louis Heart and Vascular Clinic as well. Is there a specific, uh, gosh, the time goes by so fast, but is there a specific procedure that you're seeing more right now um, when it comes to patients? I mean, I know we ask the questions about myocarditis later and people get worried and when you hear something and thickening of the heart and vessels and blood, but what are you dealing with most right now? So our daily work is still blocked arteries, mm -hmm. what we call uh, atherosclerosis, that we open with stents and balloons and lasers. We see a lot of growth actually outside of the heart. People have a lot of blockages in their legs. Oh. And they end up getting amputations and gangrene and horrible things, which we can really correct if they come on time by, by treating the arteries of the legs with the same methods, with lasers, balloons, drug-coated balloons, stents, etc. So this is still the, the bulk of the work. We see growth in, in, in conditions called valvular heart disease, where the valve is either leaking or doesn't open, which traditionally needed a huge heart surgery open the chest and, and replace the valve. And there's a number of devices in clinical use where you can replace the valve without surgery by inserting it through a catheter from the leg. So I think the bulk of the growth of work we see now is, is treating valvular heart disease and non-surgically. And can you, before you do go, can you offer our listeners any advice to stay heart healthy? What would be your, your let's say, top five pieces of advice? Absolutely. First of all, avoid risk factors as much as you can. And I think the most common risk factor we can easily eliminate is quit smoking. Yes. Mm -hmm. so quit smoking. What about vaping? Same bed. So, so from cardiovascular, I think vaping is as bad as, as tobacco smoking. And, and it, because doesn't uh, tobacco or nicotine clog the arteries? Well, something we, like that. We don't know exactly how it clogs. We know a list of risk factors, uh, mm -hmm. including diabetes, hypertension, hypercholesterolemia, family history. So, so smoking, including vaping, is a risk factor. So, so stopping that is the. It's not easy. I never smoke, so, but I have friends who smoke. I know it's not that easy, but definitely do that. Then go to the doctor. Make sure you don't have hypertension. If you do, take medications. If you have diabetes, change your diet. Take medications. So basically, controlling the risk factors, I think, is the number one thing you can do to help yourself. The only one risk factor you can change is your genes and family history. But quite frankly, it may come one day. <laughs> That's right. Well, Dr. Gilvardi, we appreciate you jumping in with us today. 15 minutes or so goes by. Boom, just like that. Uh, would love to have you back on. You're a wealth of information. We already know, or at least I did, because I, I've known a little bit about you and studied you, that you are a world-renowned cardiologist. Uh, we appreciate the updates, the advice. We'd love to have you back on. Heck, maybe we can figure out certain specific topics that we can jump into from that standpoint, because we need above everything else facts when it comes mm -hmm. to information, because we need to know if something's serious and we need to know if something else is being made to be something that maybe it's not. And we feel as if in your expertise, you can it, you know, advise us in a certain way. And we uh, all want to be heart healthy. I mean, we really do. Whether you have a heart issue already or whether you at some point, some, at some point we all will. So we need to prolong that as long as we possibly can. And how can people get in contact with you? Well, 
My office number is 314-741-0911, and that's the easiest way to find us. We also have a website, slhv.com, so you can find us through the website or through the telephone. All right, we'll get that. And as you walk out the door, can you let Lizzie know your website again so we can pop that up for you? Absolutely. All right, Dr. Gilvardi, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I know you're busy, so you can just jump up and walk out when you want to, all right? Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, pleasure. Good to see you. I love the energy with uh, Dr. Vardy and the knowledge, of course, when we get people like that to talk about. I would like to keep them for like five hours because I have a hundred questions. (laughs) All right, thanks, Dr. Vardy. Don't Um, we all have heart I mean heart questions and to me I mean your heart you can't not live without a heart so I mean you have to keep your heart healthy well as we say it's our ticker that's for sure and we'll continue to try to get information like that on the show it is cancel the show.com we try to have all kinds of information that we bring to the show on a daily basis cancel the show.com I'm Vic Faust with tab of the hassle Eric Johnson will be here nine o'clock hour uh pro Joe making sure we sound as good as we can and of course Lizzie Sparks taking care of the chat line as she does every day now we've been talking about doing this special for some time or at least focusing more on what's happening with the woke countries going broke in the United States. And of course, we know what's happened. Um, everything with cancel culture and how this show started, a lot with you know the left and big tech censorship. And of course, we've dealt with it. We've seen it. Um, along the line, we had banks dropping, um, Trump supporters, MAGA supporters, which gets people all fired up. Of course, we talked about um, people getting canceled if they chose not to get the cupcake, if they chose to speak out on certain platforms. Those were those were things that were happening all over this country. The ESG scores, which we've talked about once again, where massive companies like BlackRock forcing national companies, national brands to increase their ESG scores. And if they didn't, um, and that came to the whole situation of uh, woke policies that we have seen be enforced on America and kids, that they wouldn't get the tax breaks, they wouldn't get the money situations, the loans at good rates, the interest rates, to do the things that they need to do for their business. Well, all of a sudden, we saw the right, literally the right being put in all kinds of bad situations, blocked in, blocked out. Eric talked about it, the sleeping giant. Tabitha talking about rising up, fighting back, um, and not always a war meaning, and not to speak for you, Tabitha, but this is what I got. Well, sometimes it is. <laughs> not, she hasn't thrown any grenades yet, but a war is doing whatever you can to fight back, whether it's bringing information at an entertainment standpoint like we do here or something else. Everyone um, has a role when it comes to fighting back. Yeah, we just weren't we weren't seeing violence. It does yet, not have we? to be violent. Exactly, it, it will come to violence, <laughs> but it does not have to be we, we pray violent it, for we, everyone. We pray it doesn't, but we understand what's happening. And then all of a sudden, a few months ago, we saw Bud Light come out and do one can promoting Dylan Mulvaney, uh, transgender. Um, And then all of a sudden, boom, it goes out. Dylan Mulvaney promotes the fact that he or she has a can and has promotion. And all of a sudden, the sleeping giant has started to awaken. And this is the part of the story that we know, whether you like it or not, it's real. And I know a lot of people who are on our line love what's happening right now. You had the situation where Bud Light admits that it was working and highlighting the importance of social media. Then you had Bud Light in this whole situation 
a few months later, $27 billion lost. Over 30,000, I mean, we're talking about 30% market share lost. You can't make up what has actually happened. We're talking about since the Mulvaney promo dropping $27 billion. $27 billion. This stuff is insane. It'll blow your mind about everything that's actually happening. And, you know, we look at that, Tabitha, and we're like, did anybody ever really think when this Bud Light issue started that we would see a $27 billion loss? Yes. You know no, why? you didn't. You know why? No I, way. No way. May I? Well, think about this. Yes. And the reason why is because when you emasculate men, what do they do? They're going to stop drinking the product. If it were women and women were their primary target, their primary uh, consumers, it might have been a different story. But when it's men, men don't want to feel emasculated. I'll tell you what, I worked a golf tournament with about 250 hockey players the other day. And I will tell you one thing, none of them wanted to drink Bud Light. Because and as a matter of fact, it became such a joke on the golf course because people were talking about it. Do you you know, they were asking the guys when it came down to where we only had Bud Light left because there was everybody who drank everything else. Do you want a Dylan Mulvaney? And I mean, the guys like grimace. <laughs> they were saying that? Uh, well, the girls, the girls, you know, who served the alcohol were like, hey, do you want a Dylan Mulvaney? Mulvaney? That's how they refer to Bud Light cans. And the guys are like, no, I mean, they're embarrassed. They don't want to have a can seen in their hands. And if one of them accepted it because there was nothing else all the other guys made fun of them. The last thing you want to do when you're selling products to men is make men feel emasculated. Because when men go into a store and they're trying to choose what type of beer they're going to buy, the last thing they want to do is buy a brand that they think makes them feel or look gay. And that's not against gay folks. It is just the fact that the majority of men are heterosexual and they don't want to be associated with it. Well, and it's not even a situation sometimes of being gay as it is now the whole transgender situation. It is absolutely so. Um, because now, I mean, you have the ad agencies admitting um, Bud Light is in a panic mode right now. They should be. As of yesterday, uh, and when you start to break down some of the things that has happened, not only did we talk about $27 billion lost with Bud Light, you've also got a situation where they lost 60% of their yearly sales on Memorial Day weekend. 60% of Bud Light sales were down. They were in panic mode, and they're still in panic mode. Um, now you have Bud Light staff. This is where it gets very interesting for people who are on the lowest levels who have nothing to do with Bud Light's national decision-making getting hurt. $2,000 a month that's costing staff. That's what they're recommending. Each person losing about $2,000 a month now because of what Bud Light did trying to force in their situation when it comes to Oh, yeah, we're going to force this on the American people. I feel as if it got to a point in this culture war, which is what this show is about, cancelthisshow.com, providing the stories where it's like, we're not going to take it anymore. And consumers rallied back, and they attacked the worst people they could have attacked. Oh, yes. They're, These yeah, they're, they, they didn't understand their brand. You know, it's more of what we see, the 2% rule, where we have these big corporations marketing to the very, very, very far fringe 
on the two percent on the French side on the left. I mean, how did they expect this to turn out? Did they even care? And I'll tell you what, it's not just Bud Light. It is all Anheuser-Busch brands because I know from, you know, again, working, let's say, at this golf tournament, people wanted Michelob. They wanted anything but I'm the an same Anheuser-Busch way. product. No, I haven't had anything a Bud Light but. since. No, I haven't. I've seen people drink Budweiser. Is that the same thing? It is. Is I mean, it really? In my opinion, no. Because I had some but guys are two weeks ago dollars. drinking. They, they felt as if it was all right to drink Budweiser. But not Bud Light. Because that's they would appear <laughs> this... not gay drinking Budweiser, but they would be gay if they had Bud Light. Well, that's what Peter... some people are thinking. But well, a lot of people are, you know what, Vic? People speak with their dollars, don't we? You know, yes. you talk about fighting back, you fight back with your dollars. And a lot of people are saying, you know what? This was Imbev's decision. They made this decision, so we're not going to drink any of their products. Think of all those Bush Light drinkers, and there's a lot of them out there. They're saying, you know what? I am going to switch brands altogether. So Budweiser, Bud Light, whatever the case, these are the massive, massive, massive problems that these ad agencies are now saying that they're in panic mode for. There shouldn't be any surprise. And guess what? Right now, there's no sign of relief. There is no sign of relief. Cut uh, The staff, $2,000 a month, we're talking about it. You're talking about almost losing $30 billion uh, in the next couple weeks from when they started this whole fiasco. And then on top of it, you have national people um, who are coming out, national business owners, millionaires, billionaires, warning. Elon Musk warned of things of this nature happening. Um, You had Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary talking about Bud Light was just plain stupid, trying to force this down the throats of Americans. And then he also went on to talk about it happening with Target, because these are the things that we're now seeing happening when it comes to Bud Light. Bud Light learned a lesson. Americans and the right said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to have this anymore. We're not going to do it. And I do feel as if what Bud Light did might have taken some independence or some people who really didn't care about politics and pushed them to the right. Well, let's think about the the let's think about the distribution area of Anheuser-Busch products. It's it's mainly the Midwest. If you go to California, which is our most liberal state, they don't drink a lot of uh, Anheuser-Busch products. You know, they they have Miller products. They have other things. It's very difficult to find a Anheuser-Busch product in California. And so typically their distribution area is going to be the Midwest, right? You don't see it as much in Florida. You don't see it as much in other states and more liberal states. It is in the Midwest. They didn't understand their brand. They were marketing to people they don't even serve. Well, moving on to Target, the second point of this whole situation. Uh, Yeah. Target stocks are now finally cheap enough for anybody to buy. Could you imagine being a stock owner? I feel bad for the stock owners and the average worker that don't even appreciate any uh, of this. I'm with you on that. Well, they've they've said Bud Light, hold your beer. Oh, they that sure it, did. And what they did, and this happened many months ago, they partnered, and we're just giving you a recap. They partnered with a designer out of the UK for their Pride line. But then whether they knew or didn't know, this designer not only was, quote, he was transgender, or this designer was transgender, a transgender person, but also satanic. <laughs> that was crossing the line. Especially, sure. yeah, and, and along with the prairie dresses, they don't go very well. Yeah, and yeah, then... Make an oxymoron, <laughs> isn't it? Prairie dresses with sa- Satan? 
I mean, and then you had the situation where this started to come out, where not only this transgender designer wasn't quiet, this transgender designer came out and said that Satan loves you and that it's great to buy these designs. And Target had them front and center when you would walk into the store at many locations across the country. So once the word gets out, as we know, it's the opposite of the bully culture, the bully mentality. It's like, wait a second. You're now going to market this to kids. This wasn't to adults. It was to kids, maybe kids and adults. So the word gets out. This is on the heels of the Bud Light situation. And then Target promptly loses millions and then billions of dollars. So they come out since this backlash over their pride merchandising and the upheaval with Target, they have lost a market value of $13 billion to $60 billion. They're trying to figure it out just how much market value they've lost. This, as of yesterday's closing price, with the stocks. If that doesn't show you what you can do with your dollars by standing up when these things happen, and I think it's safe to say you can say the right, the right finally pushing back, you do have a voice. You do have strength. Yes, you can make a difference. And it made a difference even in our area. My two youngest girls went into our area. It's Darting Prairie, which is St. Charles County, that had pride things right up front and center. They went in to check yesterday. The pride stuff is now in the back of the store, and they have patriotic stuff up front. Really? Cause, yes, because nobody in Darting Prairie was going to buy that stuff, I don't think. Or very few, very few. And it's the same thing. They don't know. They don't know their brand. They don't know who their consumers are. Correct. Correct. And then, of course, what happened next? What was number one on Apple Music? It was the Target rap song. Remember, we played that last <laughs> yes. week. Number one. It goes number one. I believe it was banned on iTunes. But guess what? Number one. Once again, showing you what can happen. People fighting back. And then what does Target do? And Lizzie was just talking a little bit about it. They quietly... And if you're all about this transgender movement, if you're all about the satanic designer who said that Satan loves you and promoting this to kids, are you pissed that quietly, quietly Target moved all their pride merchandise to the back of the store, <laughs> especially in conservative areas, especially around the country do you know of anybody who has the pride merchandise at the front of stores have we heard of that no we haven't are people thinking twice about going to target people in my circles yeah i i know somebody said that they they were missing target <laughs> so um i think target has a better shot at rebounding than bud light does that's for sure so target then admits it so all it took was for that information to be put out in the mainstream for people to go, wait a second, do I really want to give my dollars? Now, that's a bigger study because you give your dollars to many organizations that you don't know about. We all do that don't support causes that you're for. It happens. It does. That's you, And if you're really interested in stopping that, you really have to go do a deep dive, get help to make sure you know exactly where your dollars are going. But this stuff starts to happen. They quietly move it back and everybody's like, oh, okay. Look what the hell's happening to Target right now. You've got a rap song. Nobody we even knew. 
I'm sorry. The song was all right. Some people like it. It wasn't like it was some great, great song, but it was the meaning. It was the message. And it becomes number one and it's downloaded everywhere all across the country in this world because people were against what Target did. And we saw these kinds of things happening in stores, didn't we? We saw businesses doing these types of things. And I think it's safe to say the boiling point, the breaking point was Bud Light. But then all of a sudden, Target, and Target didn't do this after what happened with Bud Light. It was a train that was on the track. They had already put this in motion. And I think there are other companies that started to go down this route that stopped, a la Kohl's. Kohl's had already put this through. And what started these companies doing all of these things? The ESG. You had to get that social credit score up to help your national business with the money, with the loans, with the interest rates, to help your business make as much money as you possibly can. Now we see anti-woke companies that are starting to pop up all over the place. These are some of the situations that are starting to happen. I brought up uh, Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. He lambasted, I mean lambasted Target for what they did. Said it was one of the most ridiculous uh, business situations they could have ever done. And we need people like Kevin O'Leary speaking up, who called out AOC in New York saying that she's anti-work. She's anti-people making money, trying to go out and get a good living for themselves. These are some of those things that are starting to happen. Um, Tabitha, yes. would you consider this the war on woke? I guess, yeah. I mean... It I think we speak with our dollars. It doesn't have to be just these circumstances. These are some of the the common ones we talk about almost every day. But there are so many more out there that we we don't talk about. And it's still happening. There's a lot of people who are out who don't go to Walmart anymore. Think about what happened during COVID. And they were the government was closing down the small businesses and forcing everyone to shop at the conglomerates. I mean, a lot of people will not go to those. You know what? Support your community businesses. Our dollars do speak, and they have to speak against these ridiculous government programs that promote and require ESG. It's the crazy. You know what? Well, you know what you can do is you can call a company, you can call their corporate office, and you can ask them about their ESG policies. Did you know that? You can call and ask. Now, will they give you a straight answer? I don't know. It's interesting because Coles, which I just brought up, once again, it doesn't. Ju you just don't put a plan together in a month. It takes time, and they've been doing this. I brought up Coles. You see what happened to Target. Target said to Bud Light, hold my beer. Coles says to Target, hold my beer. And then Coles jumped in. And think about this. And I do like Coles. Coles has been great for my family over the years, but not anymore. Not until they change their ways. Coles stock right now is set to reach the lowest point that it's been at in three years. And it's all because they put together the same pride line for June. The problem with it is the fact that it targets a lot of kids. Whether you agree or disagree with that philosophy, it is proving not to be good for business because there comes a point in time where you can't pick and choose between the pride issues, transgender. It's all one lump sum. And you can't say if you're just promoting to adults or kids, it's all one lump sum. And it's proven to be bad for business. And this all happened in the midst of their LGBTQIA uh, promotion in their stores 
for Pride Month, which is June. Boycotts have happened. They've had a massive problem. And then you have their stock prices, the shares, are down 10% just last week. You're hearing all about Target. You weren't here. Are we still hearing a bunch about Kohl's? I haven't heard a lot about Kohl's, but have you noticed the the common theme with all of these companies who are involved in this ESG, uh, who are catering to the... F- on the far left, they're all big corporations, right? They're all big corporations. All of these big corporations are all catering to the fringe left. That's why I say, you know what? Speak with your dollars, Vic. Don't go to the big conglomerates. You know what? Go to your local mom and pop shops. In every single city, I can guarantee you, no matter where you live, you can find everything you need at a locally owned business. If you can do it, fantastic. It, it takes some time to change. And it's worth it's worth going out of your way and spending the extra money to support companies that support your values. Kathy says the ESG policies are often found on the store's websites. Also, That's credit right. card companies are beginning to issue credit cards that are, quote, green and part of the ESG program. ESG isn't going anywhere. So the fight has just begun. And you just ha- you do have power with your money, and that's where you have to take control where you can. Because there's a lot of issues in life. Things happen as we talk about what are we doing. We're trying to find solutions. How do we fight back? How do we show where our feelings and our morals are? We don't know. Well, for starters, it's with money. And we talk about that situation, the stock prices. Case in point, TikTok. Just last week, there was a boycott Kohl's video that as of yesterday morning had over four hundred thousand likes over four hundred thousand likes in just a couple days so yes the sleeping giant is awakened but the sleeping giant isn't going anywhere and you've got to do something about it because guess what esg isn't going anywhere eric says it is we're going to jump in we've got bud light you've got and maybe it is i'm going to give you another story here in a second maybe eric is the bearer of the news. Good news. But Bud Light no did. <laughs> Target, Coles, and then now, in the midst of all this going on, to let Eric, I guess this will put his situation in, um, the Navy took down their LGBTQ pride post mm. on their Instagram account and on their Twitter account, yeah. and they removed the rainbow that they started the month with. <laughs> Is that I a, can't even believe they did that to begin I, with. It does, but that's it's ESG. But then that's not it. Major League Baseball, three days in to Pride Month, said, um, "Yeah, there it is. We're just gonna we're gonna erase that yeah. uh, rainbow, and they're back to their main logo, unlike they've done in years past." What the um, the um, anchors? Is that their main logo? Who knows? <laughs> Here's the deal: BlackRock. So if you're a company, if you're a CEO, and you see this wave coming at you, BlackRock, because that's what it is. If you need a thousand underwear in the O'Fallon store, that's who you call. You don't call your shareholders for your. You call BlackRock. They fund it. They they finance it. Boom. So this company has their thumb over your head, and not just them, but other financing companies, and they have this ESG thing. And if you are a good boy, it's not it's not biting the hand that feeds you; it's licking the hand that feeds you, right? And it's disgusting because CEOs should not be beholden to a financier; they should be beholden to shareholders, correct? So then, all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, 
we have to get our ESG score up. So somebody put a wokester in a seat somewhere and let's just put the damn rainbows all over the place and let's have a we support gay pride and the, and then the the American people are kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of cute as long as it doesn't get to my kid's head. I guess it's so okay. Well, what's happening is they're going too far. These companies are going too far. And they're starting to see it. And now it's playing with fire. And who was the Kevin? Who was it that brought up Kevin? Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. He's the one that came out and said, you are not doing your shareholders any services now. And the real people who would be waking up are the shareholders. You get those guys pissed off at you and you lose 13 billion, 26 billion in market cap. Woo! You BlackRock can do all they want. They can try to put their thumb over your head all they want. That's where the awakening might start to happen, is when these companies come out and say, I mean, I would like to I would like to see a 60 Minutes episode on this, wouldn't you? Well, that's what we're trying to do. Oh, 60 Minutes type yeah, of episode? And that's what we're trying wow. to break down. The third massive company that starts with this whole situation is Disney. First of all, they were fighting DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, regarding the trans kids then they injected a woke agenda into many of their shows their films their race swaps we talked about it yesterday i was here talking with lizzie about the whole situation regarding disney plus now green lighting a new series for kids where a girl falls in love with the devil that's uh, insane um so this starts to happen then they start to put out pride bodysuits for babies well Disney starts to go down this road. Mm -hmm. Guess what happens? Disney down 44% from 2022. Yeah. This is the worst year that they've had since 1974. Yeah. There's a reason. 4,000 layoffs in March. 3,000 more in May. Major shareholder lawsuit claiming fraud right now, trying to hide losses. You can't make this up again. Right. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But that's not it. Disney continued, and now they're starting to see massive fight backs and backlash. How about the theme parks? Now they've got widespread cancellations and trips and experiences where they're trying to promote transgender situations within the parks. Then you had a $1 billion Okay, a $1 billion Star Wars hotel, which everybody thought was going to be massively popular, closing after one year in operation. Yeah. These that are some of the things lot. that are, these are some of the things that are starting. How about this? There's more. The Disney Plus subscriber losses in the second quarter in a row, 4.6 million losses. Yeah, because the content sucks. Well, once again, it could be the content, and once again, it could be because they're greenlighting shows, like I just talked about, Yeah, where you have a little girl or a girl who falls in love with the devil, <laughs> and they're promoting it as family TV on Disney+, Plus. 4.6 million losses, two quarters in a row losses. Why is this continuing to happen? Well, you know why. As Eric told us weeks ago, as Tabitha told us. It's being forced on companies because you're not going to intentionally literally burn dollars, burn $100 bills right on your desk on purpose. It's because they're being forced to do it. Yeah. Maybe. I want to see the sicko's face who wants to have that little girl on a kid's show be in love with the devil. I want, who is he? Mm. Anybody know? No. I want to no. see him because I'm going to blast him. But, but it's, I listen to people like Drew on here 
and it's like this is just the beginning. Drew Collins has got to be one of the creepiest cats I've ever. Well, he's known. Democrat Drew for any. But, but that, no, no, no. I, I'm and, sick of the Democrat thing. You're not. But he is. No, okay, fine. Didn't, look, who's the Where guy? The who's the guy? Republican who, supporting this. Who's who's the guy? That's running uh, the the Kennedy. What's his name again? Robert. Robert. Uh, Robert Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay, Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. That's a Democrat. That guy. If you listen that's to him, an old school Democrat. That, that guy. Democrat if you Drew listen to him, vote for. Well, I'm not talking. Drew's just a creepy cat. <laughs> but but here's the deal. Um, I don't even think Drew feels this way. I think he likes to be the agnot, the ag- antagonist. He likes to be the the kind of the weird dude on this thing. He likes the, the attention. attention. Yeah. He like, but if but if uh, if he, I don't even know if he has kids. But if his daughter came and said, "Dad, I I'm I'm dead serious. I want to marry a pig." There's a pig that's at the uh, petting zoo that I'm in love with, and the the petting zoo person told them that they're in love with me too, and we're we're getting married, Dad. I think Drew would be the kind of guy that goes, would not be the kind of guy that goes. Well, anything goes. I'm I'm a Democrat. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Tra- we're we're going we're way past transgender now, and we're little kids marrying pigs. So it's like, where does it stop? And there has to be a and and I think that we have we've come to that 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 line, Tabitha. The American people said, if I'm a man and you marketed for 50 years to me Bud Light, and now you want me to absorb transgender policies, you have now reached. We're starting to see where all of these thresholds are starting to come into place. Target, they've reached their threshold. Bud Light, they've reached their threshold. All these companies now are going to fix themselves. Yeah, I'm but, telling you right now. But do you think sometimes that all of this is just a big distraction? Maybe yes. the government wants us to spend so much time talking about all this stuff while the shiny yeah, ball but BlackRock has is nothing really to do going with the on government. over here. Yes, it does. I feel as yes, if this does. is a massive issue. I agree with you, Tabitha, on many issues. This one, when it involves our kids and the next generation and their way of thinking. It's very and important. It, then, then I think it is so a massive wait, wait. story that we do need to be. So wait, wait, wait. We so do Drew, need to be let me respond to this because I don't know if this is true or not. It says, read the Bible, Eric. This is from Drew. Read the Bible, Eric. This was all predicted. Is that true? It is true. In yeah. Revelations, it is true. Oh, we're in Revelations now? Well, some people Damn. think we are in Revelations, and this is true, but I don't... Tabitha, the word in the end times, aren't we? So, Drew, what are you fighting I for, buddy? I believe we are. Hold on. What are you fighting for, Drew? Question. This is not... That's, that, no, what are you fighting for? We've given him enough time today. No, we haven't. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like... I feel like I'm a psychologist. I need to find out oh, what Oh, dear is, God, you're not going to change that. Before I put him in a straitjacket and into the padded room, I need to know why <laughs> are you so uh, giddy... Are people like you anyway? Are, why are you guys so giddy about all of this stuff? I would love to know. I told you because something happened to him in his life. No, no, that's not I, fair. I'm just. That's I think it is. That's not fair. Well, while he's deciding to answer you or not, and to come up with his really big thing, Democrat he Jew, Michelle says, "I believe we are in the end times." Um, hundred percent. Well, that's not a good thing, guys. Days. Yeah, that's not a good it? thing, guys. We need to fight still in the end times. If you're on the right team, if we're on the right team, you right. have nothing to <laughs> be afraid right. of. But if you're on the Vegas Knights in the NHL Hockey Stanley Cup playoffs, yeah. now you're feeling really good. Okay, true. Yeah, but you, I, we'll get into that subject another day about <laughs> about the end times and really, are you on the right side? Because most people think they are, but they are not. But we have more stats. Exactly. Regarding the situation that Eric, myself, and Lizzie were talking about, and that's regarding the losses that continue to happen. We had so much. This is the backlash. 
The first time I heard that tune yeah. was from Eric Johnson. Well, you know what? Here's the they deal. They pulled 50 shows from their lineup. 50! 50 shows, including all the woke shows in one season, which included Willow, National Treasure, and Mighty Ducks. You mm. can't, once again, the box office major flops in 22 and 23. These were woke movies. Buzz Lightyear, Ant-Man, Black Panther, Strange World. We're talking about $100 million mm. losses because they went away from what made them great. But that's not it. Check out The Little Mermaid. Disney lays off the director of the box office disaster light year because of it. And then, of course, Disney's first gay kiss in a movie. Pixar laid off nine. Compare that with their competitor, Studio Illumination, which is universal. And then Super Mario Brothers, not woke. Brand new game. What happens with Super Mario Brothers? And our gamers out there understand exactly what we're talking about. They broke records at $1.3 billion. Jeez. Top Gun. Okay. Massively popular movie from last year. Guess what? It wasn't woke. It took us back to the 80s. And guess what? It broke records. Mm -hmm. They can make good movies. They just don't know. They just don't They do. That Top anymore. Gun was amazing. Yeah, Top Gun was great. Absolutely amazing. And they weren't being forced to do anything by any ESG procedures, laws, guidelines, or pressure. And there, okay. you know, there's I, a whole, so I don't. I mean, I desperately want to get this Drew guy in this in the stair because I don't understand. For, let's forget over. about Drew for a second. Don't let him get you. And well, let's don't, talk don't about, let him get you, Tabitha. He's all right. He doesn't bother me. <laughs> let's talk about something else for a second. Speaking of movies that that did well, yes, there is a there Star is Wars, absolutely first there absolutely is a need out there for faith based films yes. and for films oh, God, that have no political message. If and I was going to talk about this I one day on this. my tabs take. There's a, a website out, out there you can go it's called angel.com. And if you go out there they have they're starting out and you can get involved now and I'm hoping to get somebody from there on the show sometime soon, but they're creating an entire network, an entire network of of more conservative type viewing and they're going to have the movie The Sound of Freedom coming up soon. It's going to be in theaters in July. Yeah. They're creating a, a series called Homestead. It's going to be similar to like a Yellowstone, but it's called Homestead. They're creating an entire network just for people like us. And people need to start mm -hmm. paying attention. This. You need to put your money in. You need to fund it. You can become a shareholder and an investor now. I love it. In this Wait a minute, where, where are they filming that at? Where is that studio I don't at? know where it's being. I don't is know there a headquarters of all this? There is, and I don't is know Is it Texas it is. by chance? It could be. Because could be. I heard about this actually a few years ago. You give us some positivity like out of the whole situation of what can be Okay, done. but can we speak about this for Things a second? Things are changing. Because don't you feel like the human psyche... The people, human beings, we're like water. If you if you put down a um, a dam, the water is going to try to find a way around that dam. So Disney put up a dam to good content. So people are looking for ways around that dam, right? Uh, beer makers try to Bud put... Bud Light did it. Bud Light was Coles, a dam. Target. Target. So basically, this is it. Major like, League Baseball. Don't, don't you feel like this? Every time you see a rainbow from this point forward, don't you feel like it's that company putting a dam in front of you? People don't want it, so they're going to find a way around it somehow, right? Don't you think that that's how the CEOs might start to go into boardrooms and go, guys, we have a problem? 
I don't and know. They got and, a white, under, and they got a whiteboard. And they got a whiteboard behind them. And Eric, they go, wait a minute. Because because remember in the old days, Tabitha, when the CEO would walk and go, here's what I'm worried about at the end of this meeting. It's called the bottom line. We can talk about all kinds of stuff. But when I leave this meeting, it's about that bottom line and the, how much I'm making for the shareholders. Remember, not anymore. Remember those discussions? I get it. But it's not. it is not that way anymore. And the reason why. Oh, yes, why it is. Is what we have you want to go, go, you want ghost town I have companies. been to shareholder meetings for for different companies, and that's not how they're talking about things. Well, maybe not. And now. A lot of the shareholders, what are they doing? Oh, I'm not allowed to say, but okay. a lot of the shareholders are very upset with some of these companies, very upset because they are losing money. The people who buy the shares, they're buying the shares to make money. <laughs> to to your point. And they are losing their money. But you know, we got to look at the bigger picture here. To your point, though. Everything we've talked about here comes down to our government. It comes down to the Democrat regime. This stuff was not happening on this scale under Trump. And now all of a sudden they've taken it. They're running with it and they're going to continue to run with it until we get I think the American people would with Biden and you would agree with this the American people to Biden is like look we're going to give you an inch and they took 40 miles literally they took 40 miles they were like my god we have an opportunity let's see how much we can get away with and they just started getting away with stuff right that's basically how it works um now you have the democrats coming out saying that's not how we roll here we have the kennedy coming out we have oh what was the other guy cornell west from uh the the professor he's running now for the democratic party all you have to do is get one Gavin Newsom to say I've had enough and I'm running and it is game over. This the Biden administration said we have Mike Pence. And that <laughs> <laughs> a joke. And all of that in this situation is still not going to stop it. Here's my opinion. Eric, I don't think we're going to ha- I think every company I don't think this is going away despite I do. I do. And god, I hope you're right because I don't think ESG is going away because it is. when I heard Larry Fink no, because it's been exposed. BlackRock two weeks ago say we have to force companies to change yeah, over time. That's an old video. Because they will not change. That's an old video. I know, and it's but now it's I resurfacing. It doesn't matter whether it's an old video or not. The fact is, that is their mentality. No, because a CEO... That is their plan for us, a, Eric. A CEO still has leverage. BlackRock's got leverage, but you know what? If I'm the CEO of General Motors, or if uh, I'm for whoever, I can, I can now look at this guy and go, dude... I'm not about to lose this much cash for you. They I'm not don't going care to do that. Because that's their their ultimate their goal, Eric. It's not about money. Well, why what CEO their w- ultimate goal the CEO are, are they're getting a lot paid a lot of money. Okay, but the shareholders these, also have they don't pitchforks. Care about the, they don't care the, about the, the shareholders. Sharehol- they don't the, care shareholders about the shareholders don't care about the CEOs. You understand what I'm saying? The shareholders get this the, these carry companies, the pitchforks missing, and the torches. You're missing the biggest point here and that is that uh, these, you're wrong. These companies nah. don't care what the they've been, shareholders they've been think. They don't they've care. They've been outed. The, will you just let me say this please? Sure, but they you're wrong. They don't care what the shareholders think. They don't care <laughs> because you know where they're getting their you're, money back? They're getting flipped. their yes. money from the government. This is what Congress this is, is paying them. You guys are them. both wrong. I hope Congress I'm wrong. is paying them. You guys are both Congress wrong. Congress is paying them. They're getting paid money from our government, Eric, to keep these policies going because they want to integrate yeah. our society away from the white male and turn it into uh, uh, everybody wrong. is a free for all. Be who you want. Do who you want. Mm-hmm. And and they don't want some us. companies maybe, but no. Yeah. They don't, these people says, don't care what yeah. the shareholders want. They don't. Okay, you're wrong. 
I'm telling you right now because these companies can become East St. Louis real quick. They don't yeah. care. And they know Bud that. Light's starting to. Yeah. But they, why hasn't Bud Light apologized despite they have losing? Down, they have doubled they down have on their policy. No, no, no. They have tried, Vic. They put they put a little uh, c- commercials together that have c- cowboys and uh, and musical fairs, and they're trying to do it that way. It's not going to work. <laughs> and it's they, not. It's not going to work. They're, they, they're trying everything in their power. As a matter of fact, they put, they've, they've pulled ad spin from Bud Light but, and put it in to Bush. You've seen a lot yeah. more Bush commercials, but haven't you? Ch- but here, You're you- giving the companies way, way too much credit. No, right. look this at, is all no, no, about no. the government. No, but- I don't think they anticipated billions in market cap losses. No, they didn't, but they're not going away yet. They're, they're not- doubling down. I hear what way. you're saying, but I disagree. And because- I'm scared. I hope you're right, Eric. No, 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 ah, no, no. I hope you're, you're right. I don't think... This is not. I'm not going to say this. Well, maybe Eric is right because Target did immediately move all that merchandise in out of some the store, stores, not all, or to the back of the store. In you, some stores, not all. No, the, all of these policies are jacking up companies. And they didn't get rid of the. Walmart, they didn't get rid of the products altogether. They just moved them. Walmart is now putting together two aisles that you can walk into a store, and everything else that you buy at Walmart in certain areas is through a kiosk. Why? Because criminals have had free reign in these places. Go to California. Do you know how much money that's going to cost a CEO, right? Just that alone? All of it has costed him. But then, Eric, look at this. Sesame Street. I mean, we're talking about Sesame Street. They've been woke for a long time. That's because it's PBS. Because Ernie and Bert are gay. You know that, right? But What? But they're... They are. (laughs) I never saw him kiss on camera. Well, they (laughs) are. Did somebody tell you this? Yes, they did tell me this. <laughs> what? They did. Mr. I mean, Snuffleupagus comes over at I late mean, at night. Sesame- they went completely woke in the no. early 2000s you did not saying say, that You stuff. did not just Is Snuffleupagus still alive? No. I don't even know. Well, and Big Bird it the cannot. The puppets never pass. They have been woke always for, forever. Since, since the 70s, but for it, sure. They were, they were created as But to go yes, all in, 100%. happy pride, Elmo loves you as little kids? That doesn't I mean, surprise me at all. That's, at you all. should not, not have your kids watching that. I enjoyed preschool for 26 but years, and I never let them okay. watch this crap. Yeah. Okay, and then let's talk about what the hell. You talk about going after Bud Light, NASCAR fan. NASCAR fan has always been considered the country, rural, Bud Light drinking, um, fast car driving. Well, even NASCAR was putting out their Pride Month tweets you don't understand your customers is now they're getting the backlash from several publications trying to force it. You can't force things on people. People are going to do what they want to do. That's right. It's all, yeah, it may be like, oh, we're trying to be inclusive. And yes, we all want to be inclusive. Yeah. Being inclusive and being respectful to somebody are two different things, in my yeah. opinion. One, you can be respectful to somebody, but that doesn't mean you have to promote them. Mm-hmm. And just because you don't promote something does not mean you're not being respectful to them. You can't force that on people. And that goes from the opposite end of this. You can't, Just because you won't promote something does not mean you're not respectful or a loving person. And don't let anybody ever put you into that individual or company. You don't have to do it just because. But Eric, this is what Tabitha and I are talking about. ESG is watching. ESG is listening. And they're keeping score. Yeah, but, but, okay. And I see what you're saying. Xbox even took down their gay pride flag. Hold on. Xbox was even forced to do it. I understand. They took it down after four days. All right, so here's the deal. There's bad viruses and there's good viruses. 
there's a good virus that has now been implanted into the psychology of the American consumer. That, that virus now says you have the ability to cancel things that have gone too far. CEOs know that. And they know that before it wasn't a teeter-totter. It was just do whatever you want. We can do whatever we want to the American consumer. Now they saw with Bud Light, well, we better be damn careful. You Maybe we shouldn't have rainbow uh, airplanes at Delta. Maybe we shouldn't be the, the, the company of gay this, that, or the other because it might pigeonhole us. So maybe, there, maybe the pushback is helping, and that's the virus I'm talking about. Do you want to be the CEO that knocks your company down billions of dollars? Do you? You're, because you're talking it, about you're, you're being old school now, Eric. That's not the way the world is these days. Oh, sure it is. That's money is money. Not anymore, because you know what? Haven't you noticed what happened in, after COVID, the great redistribution of wealth? What happened is the the people at the very top, which is probably 1% or less, they are the folks who are making all of the money. And guess what? You already bought your stocks in these companies. The company already made their money on your money. They've already profited from your money. And they're eliminating all of the small and medium-sized businesses, pushing everybody to the conglomerates so that they can push these policies on all of us. And we will have nowhere left to turn. Well, like all viruses, you don't exactly know how this is going to end up. This is a virus. And it's in the war is the, the state. You can control how it ends up. You know why? You can stop shopping well, at these exactly. places. I've got a list of about 426 companies. That are considered woke by where they're giving their money, by promoting it's transgender or the the Pride Month to kids and p- pushing it out there. And this, I mean, I could start to go down, but it's, I mean, 1-800-Flowers, Abercrombie & Fitch, Absolute Vodka, Adidas, uh, Advanced Auto Parts, Airbnb, Alaskan Airlines. These are just the A's. Amazon, well, American Airlines, American Express. I mean, they're every every Apple, big AT&T. corporation. Here's the deal, though. If they get kicked, if they get any type Bank of funding of America, from the of this favor. Right here, here's oh. here's the thing. <laughs> Don't get me started. There's some of these companies that look. You, if I go to American what eagle or whatever that and they have a few nice beautiful little pride month things no one's gonna is anyone gonna get offended maybe there's this ridiculously old you know religious person that walks in and goes oh my god pride's this i'm okay that's not going to offend anybody if it starts to target little kids three-year-olds with tucked pants or whatever now we've crossed a, a line eric you have to get off bumble they're they're very ultra liberal. Sorry. What's Bumble? <laughs> I don't even know what Bumble is. Burger King, yeah, Buzzfeed. I mean, when the Ford F one fifty showed their Pride truck, I go, all right, it looks kind of cool. I guess it's a nice, uh, nice. That's a that's a nice uh, outing for for Ford. Right? Remember the remember the yes. remember the. I was like, okay, that's why all right. the hell is Chick fil A on this list. Well, allegedly, allegedly, and we talked about this on this show, and I didn't even know this until you guys told me. Damn, Chick Fil A! That the yes, son the of the son. founder is highly liberal, and he's yes. the one that brought oh dear God. all of this it's in. But the son. But once again, we have to remember what all of these things have in common is they're all big conglomerates. They're all big conglomerates. They all count on the government for uh, bailing them out, for giving them loans, for getting PPP loans, and all of this other type of funding. Of course, they're going to follow the Democrat regime policies. Oh, dear God. Well, that's very odd. That's weird for a company that closes on Sunday because they're so religious. 
How many people are pissed off Maybe about they that they're really, not open on Sunday? Maybe they're they hiding. just don't want to get up that morning. They're hiding. I think they used to all be the very airlines religious. as well. I see all the airlines. They're all being forced into situations because they're all get they all get bailed out by the government. Damn Expedia! Is there I mean, any good news in this tab? Yeah, <laughs> tab, seriously. Yes, there's a lot of good news like because what? we can. You know what? We control this, and you know what? We've allowed this to happen because guess what? We do. We keep shopping at these places. Eric, the good we news. keep giving them our money. We don't have to. We yeah. choose to. The what good about, news is what we just talked about: the backlash that you said was coming and that is taking place because Bud Light is hemorrhaging. Target, not as much, but still a massive hit has happened to them. Kohl's, a massive hit. Mm-hmm. Disney having to restructure everything because people said not so fast my friend we're going to change our buying habits until you change what you're doing and a message has been sent in the grand scheme of things how much of a meaning is it i don't know but it did send a message and it did take money away let me ask you a question and this is a serious question because i don't know the answer to this is blackrock or other companies requiring chinese companies and manufacturers to be this this woke this is of course not no this is an awesome point you bring up i'm just wondering i'm seriously because now these same companies are being called out for not doing guess where these national brands are not pushing pride and change transgender oh isn't that ironic the middle east what about what about india who are the middle east they're muslims muslims will not accept it and they will do whatever it takes muslims will not have that be put upon them and going against their faith so guess what? Oh. These ESG scores and companies are not being taken care of in the Middle East, Eric. You bring up a massive point. That's because they're trying to destroy our country, not theirs. We're actually giving we're actually giving the Taliban what eighty four million dollars we gave them not too long ago, or maybe it was billion. Uh, we're giving them money. We're not. Maybe trying that's to destroy the, maybe them. that's the new maybe that's the new journalistic story. Then is, Joe says, is, "Why can't us as Christians do the same thing?" Well. There's power in numbers because you are disrespecting to see some things because the war apparently, and this is so true because the, who would talk about talk to me about the Satanist that's trying to push stuff on uh, on Target? Yeah, it was all Satan, wasn't it? Yeah, the designer. The, there is a war. It's not on. It's not on white Anglo Saxons in the United States and Europe. The war is on Christians. Oh, for sure. It is. It, I mean, if that's because they don't care if you're black, white, purple, green, whatever. This is being pushed on all people who believe in Jesus Christ, apparently, because because as a Christian, you can be very accepting of Pride Night at the Blues game. You can be like, all right, look how pretty the rainbows are, fine. But when you start to get into your kids and try to push this and mandate, that's when it becomes a little bit evil to me. So the war, again, I ask you this, BlackRock, why don't you take a stab at going over to China? And telling them that you're not going to do business with them. Because they don't want to control China. They want to control you. Ah, there boom, you go. Right boom, there, we'll Tabitha. Get some things done today. Can you guys please explain this to me? Robert, if you need to, do it as well. We do welcome your comments and try to get as many of them as we possibly can. He says, but Ford and GM require LCC content, which stands for low-cost country. You must quote with sub- subcontracted product from India and China. Don't know what that means. Neither do I. Which, but well, they're both extremely liberal companies. Well, exactly. I do know that. So I'm wondering if the subcontracting has something to do with the fact that it's pushed here in the states, but it's not pushed in India or China. I, you know, I've always wondered this. If I'm if I'm an American company, and let's say I'm like, 
I have had enough of China. I've had enough of this woke stuff. I've had enough of ESG. And this is a new phenomenon, so it's going to take a while. Why don't you go to more downtrodden p- parts of the world? I mean, Ed, Ed, what about Africa? How about how about uh, the Caribbean? How about places where there is a human resources that need to make money that would like to be in, participate in building up industry again in a more godlike way right it is interesting you know what i'm saying i know it's a great point I because mean, companies in the old days 50s 60s 70s they used to have do things in for for good right they would do things for good they used to the the thin blue line they used to support our military uh, genuinely they used to support communities genuinely correct they used to have philanthropists genuinely now corporate america is evil as f yeah, well, Jay said that Fox News <laughs> did a is. story of companies pushing pride here, but absolutely nothing in other countries. We focused on this for about 50 minutes, 55 minutes, to try to give you a breakdown. The scorecard that I always say, don't forget the scorecard. Don't forget scoreboard of what's going on in this country. Uh, if you don't like what's happening, you're making a difference in some of those areas. And just remember, you have more power than you think. Yeah. Uh, Eric thinks that it's going to go away. From what he sees, Tabitha and I think that ESG is here to stay. Uh, I hope that I am wrong. I hope Eric has been right when I've been wrong before. Well, I'll tell you what, ESG is pushing against these gas appliances being taken out, and people are pushing back on that right now. Um, So, I mean, it's all kinds of... I'm telling you... We'll do another show and keep keep track of everything. Woke Americans are waking up. I'm telling you. Amen. These soccer moms are starting to get pissed. Well, the soccer moms are all we're becoming gonna, the liberals. We've gone very long so far. We're going to take a quick break. Two-minute break. Take a look at our sponsors, our partners, our advertisers. Don't go anywhere. And we come back, just wait to hear this. Tabitha breaks down in her tab's take about Blackstone completing their acquisition of Ancestry, the leading online family history business. I mean, we're talking about billions of dollars. Why are they interested in... And buying this for billions of dollars, is it really making that much money? Or is there something else sinister going on? The look on Tabitha's eyes gives me the answer. Yeah, she doesn't have anything good to say. Back with more in just a couple <laughs> minutes. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, It gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. 
Let's talk roofs. Voted best roofing pro in all of St. Charles County, RJR and Associates Roofing has been protecting people from the chaotic Missouri weather for over 20 years. Business and homeowners, whether you need to patch a leaky roof or it's just time for a completely new one, RJR has got you covered. Just call our buddy Ron today at 314 852 5074. That's 314 852 5074. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Sparks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Please check out those partners if you have ideas for us regarding advertisers. Let us know. Let Lizzie know. Let us, any of us know. Show up at a PRL show and tell Eric. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, Eric. If you have ideas for the show, cancel culture education. If you can figure out who Projo is, find him. You can let him know as well. Um, and you can find Tabitha at a movie theater near you. <laughs> on most days. In the in the shadows. Or out of Seriously. She lurks in the dark. We go to the vision goggles on. <laughs> don't ever look backwards <laughs> in the movie theater. You do. You wear the night night vision goggles. No, we don't right? wear them. It's a monocle, not goggles. A what? A monocle? We do have some goggles, but we use a monocle. Like a one eye deal? A one eye deal. Is that the one Mono with the little... one? Is that the creepy looking this one? Tabitha. It's just like a little monocle. It looks like so a little you're, you're half at your local B&B theater and here's Tabitha. She's like... like oh, I've almost been I like punched how out. For doing that, that. <laughs> <laughs> some guy came running down for me one day and he's like what are you doing I, sw- I swear I thought this guy was going to punch me in the head yeah. I'm like I'm anti-piracy I'm using night vision you're a pirate to make sure people are not hurting <laughs> oh, oh you're a pirate <laughs> oh Tab I mean I would I, t- I tell you what <laughs> I would read if if Tabitha wrote a book. I would read it. it would be a very interesting. Oh, book, that's Eric. the tab music. That's the tab music. This is Tabitha in the movie theater with her monocle. She's like <laughs> looking around. She's except for you can't see me because I'm hiding. We knew Tabitha was classically trained Tabitha's because she was always hiding with her knife <laughs> in her haunted house. She's gonna stop the or you don't. Okay, do you have a? Uh, there's I no. What, I don't know what that is. There's no. you doing this. What is, is that? A, a shocker. Uh, oh, a shock collar. Oh, oh, no. Who are we yeah, going to put don't, that on taser. today? We don't, taser. Taser. we don't tase people. At there's the no way that ta- <laughs> there's no way Tabitha's not in the Illuminati. Tabitha likes her shocker. in the movies. Yeah. 
We, we have ways of doing things, but it does not involve shock Jeez. therapy. Ta- Tabitha has dinner with Beyonce and Jay-Z all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, no. No, I do not. All right. This is Cancel This. Eric's here. Tabitha, Lizzie, I'm Vic, and Projo. Um, Tabitha says, people, wake up. It's all cool to find out your history, your DNA history through Ancestry.com and other sites. But what the heck's going on with BlackRock? Why did they just buy Tabitha well, they, Ancestry for $4.7 billion? Technically, they purchased it. In- oh. Tab's take! Oh, that's awesome. What the hell? Get out. Oh, Why did she get one of those? We need to redo this. Why did she get one of those? Do it again. Do it again. Hold on a second. Let me set this up. No, not yet. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Tabitha tells us why BlackRock bought it in today's Tab Steak. That's so funny. That's the first time I... Tab Steak! Get up. Love it. I love that. That's hilarious. Alex, you're, you better be good. <laughs> Tab, this better not suck because your intro is awesome. Oh, that's great. That's great. I love it. Thank you, Alex, for that. No, you know, BlackRock, they're, they're actually finalizing their deal. They, they started this deal in 2020 to buy Ancestry.com for $4.7 billion. And that's through their subsidiary, Blackstone. As Vic pointed out earlier, why would BlackRock want to own your DNA? Think about that. Why do they want to own your DNA? When you send your DNA to these sites, like let's say Ancestry.com, 23andMe, GEDmatch, what do you think they're doing with it? Do you think that they're collecting your DNA so that you can find out who your long lost uh, father was? Um, no. And that's actually not even why these companies were founded. Think about this 23andMe. That's a pretty popular site, isn't it? Where you send your DNA in. little, And it's easy too. And yeah. it's cheap. $99. You can spit in a little cup, send it in. Next thing you know, you have a family tree built. You're finding out all of this information. And, and then they started doing your, your health and genetic sequencing and saying, hey, if you spit in this little cup, send it in. We're going to tell you all about your health. What they're not telling you, they're not telling you, is this is one of the largest data collection centers in the world. All of these genetic testing companies, Ancestry.com, 23andMe, Jed Match. And think about this. And a lot of people don't even know this. Do you know 23andMe, $99 again, one of the cheapest ones you can use. The founder is married to the guy that founded Google. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Her name is, I mean, you know, I'm not good at pronouncing names. Ann Wajiki, I think is what her name Wajiki. is. Wajiki. Wajiki. <laughs> she is married to Sergey Brin, who is the founder of Google. What is Google? Well, again, Google is one of the largest database collection sites in the entire world. You put in and you search for something, you read something, you put your information in, it tracks everywhere you go, everything you do. And then all of a sudden, we have these ancestry sites. You think you're sending in a DNA sample to build a family tree, but actually what it's for is it's for research for one. They're taking your DNA and they are using it for research. And, you know, okay, have you ever, you eat asparagus, right? Or, well, Eric doesn't. If you eat asparagus... <laughs> you did that on purpose. And you, well, nobody should. But and you urinate, right? And sometimes people say, well, it has a very pungent smell from My the asparagus. God. Leave it to damn That doesn't happen to everyone, believe it or not. That only happens to certain subtypes 
of DNA. Yeah, it doesn't happen to me. Did you know some people, when they look at bright light, it causes them to sneeze? And that is also back to your DNA. Are you one of those? I'm one of them. And that means you have a certain type of DNA. There's a genome in your DNA. So what Ancestry, 23andMe, and all these companies are doing, they're taking your DNA and they're using it for research purposes. They're collecting your DNA. They're collecting your health information. You send in a sample and they say, okay, Vic, this is Vic Faust's DNA sample. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to give him his family tree just to keep him occupied over here. But once you send in your DNA, they own your DNA. They can do anything they want with it. Can they clone with that? They can do anything they want with it because when you send it in, you're signing a release that it is theirs. They can do anything they want with it. So we have to ask again, why does BlackRock want to own Ancestry.com? Why do they want to own your DNA samples? What are they going to do with it? So I've got a question for okay, you. Okay, for Tabitha, this that this is a, a damn good deep dive. Yeah, really. It is. Okay, I've got a question for you. We did this for our children some years back, knowing we probably shouldn't have, but our kids wanted it. Two of them are from China. Here's a question that I noticed about my Chinese kids' DNA. My three bio kids, we sent it in. And nothing kept coming back. But our two Asian kids, it keeps coming back like, oh, you have a little bit more Polynesian now, or you have a little bit more North Korean now. They what? keep... Because yes. they're continuing to test it, Lizzie. And, and why, that's... Yeah, why? They're why? continuing. Because they own your DNA, and what they're doing with your DNA sample when you send it in, it, it's yes, it's going to a database where it's building a family tree, but they're continuing to test your DNA. And, and especially when it comes to health, they will continue to send people who have certain uh, genomes, different types of health questionnaires, and they'll keep giving them more data that this is popping up because they're taking your DNA and they're testing it and mm-hmm. they're, they're putting it through all these different things. And that DNA has your name on it. It has your information on it that is stored in their system forever, forever. It's When you send in your DNA, it's not like they take your name off of it. Your Correct. name is still attached to it. Correct. And they continue to test. And so as technology progresses... They're going to continue to check your DNA. And what's really crazy is people might say, well, I didn't send my DNA in. It does not matter. Eric, it could be his uh, cousin third removed from somebody he's never even met before that sent in their DNA. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Now they know that person is related to Eric. Eric's placed on the family tree and they have his genomic sequence as well. It's some really scary technology. And then you can do whatever, but... Bendy says, isn't Ancestry owned by Church of the Latter-day Saints? No, you know, that actually was a myth. A lot okay. of people believe that the founders were part of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. And would it matter? But the, but the family spoke out and said, no, we are not uh, part of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. But that is a lot, a, lot, a myth that people <clears throat> talk about. I've read that it's not true. But either way, they don't own it anymore. Now Black So Rock are you suggesting, from what you've said, it's probably not a good idea to it's go to... It's too late. It what do you mean anymore. it's too late? It doesn't matter. Because you know what? I will bet you, Vic, even if... If you've not sent your DNA in, and I someone haven't. you know has in your family. They have. Someone my in my your sister family, did. Then they already know everything about you. So can I sue my sister? Maybe. Because she has a lot more money than I do. <laughs> it, it, but, it, but the problem is, it's too late. There is nothing more we can do outside of shutting these companies down, which we're not going to have the power to do. But I think what we do have to watch out for is how, how powerful are they going to grow? And as they continue to grow, what are they going to do with the, this database well, they're collecting? The technologies, you, we, we don't even know what the tech... I mean, when you put AI on top of DNA retrieval, you all of a sudden have a police force or an FBI that, oh. is, that is basically with the push of a button. It's, 
say it was Tabitha Hassel at 12 o'clock in downtown St. Louis. Go arrest her now. And, and then it could probably even spit out a, at us an arrest warrant for you. So you got to look at not what the technology is in 2023. What's the technology going to be like in 2050? Exactly. exactly right. When it's a one button push to know everything about your social score, about your, your, your financial credit, your whatever it is. It, we're already there, Eric. There are, the government is already building a database yeah. that not only has your fingerprints, it has uh, your facial recognition in there. It has everything about you, your health. There's a file on your health. There's a file on your DNA. They know they can actually, these companies have gone so far. They, actually know how where you started yeah. and what type of disease you have by the region uh, through evolution that you were originally well, you know like so weird. did they oh take our covid test and are they doing the same thing with DNA. that you yeah, have absolutely. to wonder you have to I, wonder i i, I agree 100 so the, you because know, there is dna on those tests so there's there's this thing that's like it, this doesn't really affect gen xers because gen xers are so pissed off about this stuff and we'll talk about it yes, all day long the, the millennials are a little bit more forgiving about this garbage. Apparently, the Gen Zers a little are more like the Gen Xers. They don't want, but there's this thing that that we we not only was it like in God we trust, but there was another motto that this country started under: "Don't tread on me," and we've lost that. And that's this kind of falls in that "Don't tread on me" thing, because eventually, if young people are desensitized to the government. Basic or any company saying, hi, would, are you applying for a loan? Yes, I am. Okay, just swipe your thumb here, and it's a DNA sample of some sort. And they go, okay, you look good, Tabitha Hassel. You have a good uh, social credit score. You have a good financial credit score. You look like you haven't co- caused any uh, havoc in the last 200 days. We'll give you the – that is the technology that's coming. It's like a credit card. Basically, your credit card is going to be who you of are. Of course it is. And that is the scariest part. So people like the Gen Xers, we're kind of looking forward to, to being, you know, to knowing that this we're not going to have to deal with this because we're too old. Well, it's the young it people. It is the young people. And you know what? There are a lot of those people that aren't even yet born, your great, great grandchildren, let's say, they're going to grow up in a society where the government knows every single thing about them. Now, what if somewhere down the road, the government is more nefarious than they already are? And they want to say, okay, well, we would like to wipe out every person that has this certain this certain genetic sequence. Well, guess what they can do? I mean, how do we know they're not doing that already? We don't, and they well, probably yeah. Are. What happens behind the closed doors if you're a college and you're like, we want this kind of person, and here's the DNA profile that we set up, uh huh, and then they do it behind closed doors where they don't tell you what they're doing. Woo. Then it's George Orwellian right and there. It, well, I was just going to say that. It is very much a police state, which there there's a lot of good things about familial DNA. There's been a lot of crimes and cold cases, as at this point, thousands of cold mm-hmm. cases solved through genetic testing. Mm-hmm. Because at first, what police officers were doing, because at first, companies like 23andMe, they wouldn't give them access. But you know what they do is they will take DNA from a crime scene. They'll send the DNA in and say, oh, I'm Joe Smith. I'm trying to track down who my brother is. They send it in. The DNA sense comes back and they say, oh, well, here's your family tree, Joe Smith. Mm -hmm. And the police are like, okay, well, now we know who Joe Smith is. Well, that's how they caught the cat from uh, that killed those uh, in Idaho and and so many others and so many others, Eric, there it it has been an absolute breakthrough. Mm -hmm. 
But when they go to use it for nefarious purposes, that's what we have to worry about because we we know what our government is capable of. Yeah. They may take the good, and we're certainly benefiting from the good, mm-hmm. but what can they potentially oh. use it for later down the road? Yeah, for whatever, however the good gets, how big it gets, multiply that by 40 on the other side of purposeful sure. bad stuff. Well, You thought hacking was bad? <sighs> you, you thought hacking your email was bad? Just wait what's coming. And it's permanent. You have to remember, <laughs> all of this is a permanent database. If it, it is weren't, out there, it's permanent. If it weren't BlackRock who was purchasing, purchasing this, I might not be as concerned. However, when you have a company that's purchasing this and basically writes to DNA, that is also promoting and pushing ESG on companies and saying companies have to change. They have to do what we tell them from a political standpoint from a social standpoint, that should be concerning, right? It's, it's very concerning. Why would BlackRock want to take a stake in Ancestry.com? Why? Because they want to it's gather more than your money. data. It it's, is it's more than money. Far more than They've money. They've got so much money, and it just makes you think, okay. But when we see these, we try to call them out. Love the tab take from Tabitha. Can we see her, can we see her little stinger again? I'd love to see her stinger. The tab take stinger. Steak. That's very clubby for Tabitha. <laughs> that that does sound really good. That almost sounded like Scotty's voice saying Tab's take. It should be like trees and rainbows and forests and stuff. Absolutely. No, it shouldn't be. It should be like aliens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Aliens. Aliens. Only on Fridays. And, and beautiful and plantations and in Illinois with a cabin and in the things like that. Like a woods fairy. Todd kind of woods fairy. Todd Bodecker with the quote of the day. Urr. That's right. For Todd. sure. Urr. Todd also said we're on a special list just Uh-oh. listening to this podcast, and they are. They're on I don't the, think that. No. no, but they're on the good list. They're on the list of the coolest people yeah, around. That's, that's the list have. they're on. And to the one person out there on Twitch listening, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we are on Twitch, yes. And we can see your comments. We love you guys. Hey, by the way, we had some massive breaking news, and this just goes to show what's happening. Uh, with America, and I'm sorry, it just goes to show that a lot of things in America are not as good as they used to be, and they continue to fall down. Oh, boy. That is what's happening now. What? You had a foreign golf league, the Live Golf League, Mm -hmm. the Saudi Arabia-backed league, that has now came in and became such a massive player. They upended one of the biggest sports organizations, the PGA. What? The PGA, has, after ripping Liv and not allowing the Live golfers to play on their tour. Oh, my God. Now the PGA, America-based PGA, said that they are now entering into a truce and they have a new league with the LO. Is it is it the American versus National Football League or what how is this going to work? A merger, a merger between the two companies has now been formed. After 2 years of disruption and distraction, the PGA and I'm telling you this is a loss for the P I mean some people say maybe in the end, but you had a Saudi-backed sports league come in and say, PGA, we don't like what you do. We're going to throw tons of money at golfers. Wow. And they're going to come play for us. And they did, including um, uh, Brooks Kepka, who just won the PGA Championship, a live golfer winning for the first time. And now they have come in and kind of dictated and told the PGA what's going to happen. So the PGA has been forced to have a... I guess a truce with 
the live oh my god this happened in under two years this is what money from other countries can do i had yeah, i had a, a visualization when you were saying you ever see the princess bride yeah when what's his name is laying in the bed and he can't move you know and he has his sword and he and he negotiates with the with the pga who runs through the door and says i'm going to kill you he goes no you're not i t- challenge you to a duel to the pain and then he gets up and he basically bluffs his way into basically taking over the pga which is one of the biggest most prestigious golf organiz- sports organizations ever but when does when would this stop who's going to come in and challenge the nfl now is that even possible well i'm trying to read the story right ahead i mean are you going to have a european football football real football league come in here and and say hey we're going to start this over in europe and we're going to be bigger than you well democrat drew says show me the money robert says can happen to any business money talks why would the pj do that they're big enough on their own because they got they got it was a tsunami that just came over them it was money it was young it was it was they had they had this really is a big deal it's it's a sport they had legacy but this is a world story that just broke and we Cover stories as they come out. It's just it's money, money. I know money. why. I know why. And I'm. This is the truth. The Saudi princes have a lot yeah. of money. I know why. Oh yes, I know do. why. <laughs> because golf is the aristocratic smoker's jacket in the club, kind of a, a a good old boy thing. And the the young kids wanted to be a part of it. So the Saudis came in and they brought their Dubai style of golf in, and they said, "Wow, this is pretty cool." And they just, they overwhelmed. The product was just better. It was just better, Vic. Everything. That's in, what it was. Everything is better over there. Better infrastructure, yeah. better products, better foods. We have, we're, we are literally turning into a third world country here in the United States. Yes. Tabitha. We are. It's so true. We are. It's, come on. Can you, can you hit on this really quick? We got about five, 10 minutes left. The dam that was destroyed in Ukraine. Um, I know you and I talked about it in pre-show. Yes. Uh, Dave was asking, did you guys talk about the Ukraine dam being we, destroyed? Most people in America, 99.9% of Americans don't care, but why should we? We should care in the fact that maybe the way the news is covering it. I, I read an article first thing this morning, mm-hmm. and it said, R- Russia, terrorists destroy uh, this dam in Ukraine and, you know, people are being evacuated and it's going to threaten the nuclear power plant, et cetera. You know, this is a war. Uh, Russians are not terrorists. This is a war. These things are what happens in a war is one side fights against the other. Infrastructure is often hit. And they've been talking about this nuclear power plant in the media being damaged or destroyed since the beginning of the invasion of Ukraine. It's a lot of propaganda. It's a lot of propaganda. They're trying to wake people up and say, oh, give us more money. Give us more money in Ukraine because Russia is destroying our country. And it's just all propaganda. It's just all propaganda. And I'm not saying it didn't happen or that Russia didn't destroy the dam. And it's only a part of the dam. It's not like they destroyed and took out the entire dam. There were some people who had to move. It's not a heavily populated area. Um, people are just making a bigger deal out of it in the news than what it is. All right. And I agree with you because I saw that on the way yes. here on Fox News and they were acting like it was this, oh my gosh, breaking news, whatever. And I looked and I rolled my eyes and I thought, okay, this is propaganda. It's all propaganda. Mm-hmm. Think about this. If we get into war, let's say with China, because that's our true enemy. It's not Russia. True. It's China. True. Do you think when Russia, or I'm sorry, when China starts attacking, let's say the United States, what are they going to hit? They're going to hit our infrastructure, aren't they? Absolutely. They're going to hit our Capitol buildings. They're going to hit Hoover Dam, right? First of all, that's never going to happen. And I'm not saying it is going to happen, yeah. but I'm saying that these are common strategies 
when it comes to a war. When one country invades another, you hit their infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And what happened in Ukraine is nothing more than that. See, the thing about China is they're not suicidal. They're not like fighting uh, ISIS. They're not like fighting the uh, the Taliban. They do not go a la Akbar when, when nuclear missiles fly overhead. They're not going, I'm dying for the greater good. These are people that have invested a ton of money. And they are going to do it smart. And they're not going to send warships with nuclear you know, cruise missiles at the United States. It's not going to happen. That's why it's so dangerous. Because they're going to do it smart. And they're going to overwhelm. And don't don't um, don't put it past China to do tactics that you wouldn't expect them to do. Oh, they're, because they're, they're already they're, flying. They're already flying jets in front of our jets. That's a that's a bad are. tactic. That's, it absolutely is. And, and think <laughs> about this: Why are we having so many? People coming in from China across our southern border, men sneaking in. Well, I'm not saying they don't want to spy. You think they're just here to live? You think they're just here to spy? You know, how do you think terrorists get in and form terror cells in this country? Who's to put it past China that they won't come in and attack us with a dirty bomb or some other type of technology? Again, the question is this. And it happens, again, this this Comey thing that's happening. Comer, or whatever his name is in the city. Representative Comer. Did he... Did the Biden administration let that damn balloon fly over the country because China... This is the, this is what keeps me up at night. Mm-hmm. Was there a, a conversation like, Joe, we own you? Yes. Yes. Yes, there no, was. No, I'm, no not, I'm not talking figuratively. I'm no. talking, was there a phone call? It's like, Joe, there's a balloon that's coming over your, your, your flank right now. You're going to let it go all the way across. We're going to take some pictures of Elmendorf Air Force Base and Scott Air Force Base. And you're going to do nothing about it, sir. And if you do, we have this this cache of information that's going to come out on Monday. So have a good night sleeping and uh, we'll, we'll pass over your house and we'll wave to you with the balloon. Or China made that call to Obama and Obama made sure that Joe didn't get it. Correct. He made it to the that, handlers yeah. for sure. That is where <laughs> yep. the fear comes in. Is Are we already compromised with not well, of just, course we are. not yes. figuratively, yes, we are. not figuratively, but are, do, literally. are we, com- we yes. are literally Yes. Compromise. We are literally it's compromised. Did that phone call actually happen in some weird back channel line? Because because if the military actually knew it was floating up there and they didn't take it out right before it got to the Aleutian chain, it's like you got five miles to get this balloon out of our face. All right, it's coming down. Joe they could have done that like that. knows that he's compromised. He absolutely knows. And that's why China keeps doing all yes. these things to us. And they want to see where our weaknesses are. Because they know Joe's compromised and Joe knows. We are nothing but weak under Correct. Joe we Biden. Correct. We are so weak. And people may not like Trump and they might not like part of his brash personality. But I'll tell you what, that same brash personality kept these people on their toes. Look, Correct. And yeah. you know what, Democrats? If, if you guys take out Biden... You guys have a lot better candidates out there. This is the time to do it. This is the time. Why does it matter to them no, who is their worry. candidate? It's all, yeah. They're it's, running from behind the scenes. Who does it matter who's standing on the stage? You you think that a Kennedy would get up there and, and be uh, beholden to China? No. I think I Kennedy's think so. great, but they'll never let him win. They'll never yeah. let somebody win who's not beholden he's, to China. He's picking Eric. up a little bit of steam. Uh, we'll I like see. him, but he, he won't win. He's picking up a little steam, Vic. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Break him yeah. down. Break yeah. him down for us for tomorrow. Please. Not breaking crap down. I, I am not a political <laughs> analyst. I'll tell you that. Drew is a better political oh, analyst God. than I am. And with that, we say thanks for watching us for cancelthisshow.com. Is that an hour already? Yeah, another hour. Yeah. Damn. Just let's go to 11, I guess. <laughs> you can. <laughs> hey, we'll leave it on. You go ahead and just talk I away. Have, I don't have that much to say. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Pro Joe running the boards. We appreciate it. Uh, look forward to joining everybody tomorrow for our Weed Wednesday. And, um, boy, there's another situation. Has anybody ever had an issue with MSD? 
Oh my God. Just wait till you hear. Yes. Any utility company, Vic. Any utility company. Oh my God. Just wait till you hear what's happened to the Strix. They're going to join us tomorrow. If you're friends with Steve on Facebook, just look what they've done and left him with. Wow. It's a massive, massive problem. Also, MSD messed up a, a Metro Shooting Supplies owner, Stephen King, is going to be joining us. Just wait to hear what they did with them. It's like, my God, what is Unreal. going on? Anyway, a lot of those things happening. We appreciate you joining us today. Like, subscribe, share the show. Uh, just tell everybody you know. We'll continue on tomorrow. That does it for this Janu- or June 6th podcast. January. <laughs> January, June, June, January. Back with more tomorrow. show.com